Think of the difference between an iPhone video and a Sundance film. Camera audio versus a studio track. A novice or someone with experience. Sure, each has their place, but which will have maximum impact? Summer Shower Productions, a black-owned, woman-owned production company built to create valuable and inspirational content for you. Whether it's a promotional video, a short film, interviews, event photography, or utilizing our extensive editing and post-production tools to take your already captured content to the next level. We always bring creativity, integrity, and passion to every project we produce. So, consider Summer Shower Productions for your next project. Let's build something great together. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, back in the building. Dr. Sean Thomas here. I just want to let you know about an awesome summer camp called Nori. Nori Summer Camp is a place to be. As one of the leaders in STEM education, Nori exposes young people to the ever-changing world of technology while showing both boys and girls how fun science and technology can truly be. For more information on how to be a part of this amazing program, visit www.nori.com forward slash summer for more information. Or you can email me directly, drshawn at bemoretoday.com for a discount code which gives you $100 off of your registration. Let's continue to show our kids how great we can be and we can be more together if we just continue to share the knowledge and share the love. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, back in the building. Dr. Sean Thomas here, episode 60 of the Be More Today show. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And folks, 60 episodes. We've done it. We've hit another uh, uh, milestone in our growth to Be More Today. And it's all thanks to your love and support. We really appreciate all the love you've been giving us. We're now in 35 countries, trending everywhere. So we appreciate you. If you've listened to any one of the shows, either day number one or day number 60, we appreciate you. And if you have missed any of these shows, you've been missing out. So go back on our site, Be More Today. Uh, follow us, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Again, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're everywhere doing great things. And again, our, our message is simple. Ordinary people, extraordinary things. That's been our whole mindset since day one. We've been doing that. Uh, I won't say flawlessly. We've been doing it our way, and it's been really, really fun to do. So we appreciate you guys, as always. Uh, I have a great guest on the show today, but my quote for today is simple, as always, and it's by Tabitha Brown. And she said, don't let nobody put, keep you in a box simply because they're scared to get out of theirs. Wow. Yo, there are so many things that we are afraid to do as people. Um I think back on my life and all the things that I was hesitant to even try. Um, but a lot of those things weren't so much about me. It was about me being afraid of, of doing something that maybe someone else might not be uh, appreciative of or not, might not approve of. And sometimes we get so scared just to go out there and try stuff, to go out there and, and, and be afraid to fail, recognize that, you know, that, that failing forward is what we really need to propel us forward to get to our bigger destination, our bigger goals. So I charge you guys this week and this day to go out there and be 
fearless, uh, to not stay in these sides of these boxes of what we think is right, um, what you think you have to do career-wise, professionally, uh, even in terms of how we act as people, right? You can go out there and be great and and be you. Uh, make that mold for you, the future you. And you'll be surprised how amazing it can really be once you get all the guards down of fear and insecurity and anxiety. You're going to be great. So I charge you this day to go out there and don't let nobody put you in a box uh, because they're afraid to get out of theirs. You set the standard and hopefully they will follow. And my guest for today, folks, uh, embodies that wholeheartedly. She is a friend. She is family. She's my cousin, y'all. I got to keep it real. We're, we're, we grew up together. Um, you know, I have five brothers, but this person right here, I grew up with at the same time. So we share experiences that our brothers collectively don't really even have. And her name is Shakura Taylor. Now she is fashion, beauty, and lifestyle content creator that focuses on fashion and beauty from a Black woman's perspective. Uh, though all women are welcome, right? She often focuses on the beauty and fashion issues specific to Black women. Self-confidence, feeling and looking your best, as well as finding your own personal style are weaved into the ethos of Shakura's brand. She holds a degree in education, counseling, and is a graduate of the FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology. While studying at FIT, she learned that the ins and outs of the business of fashion, how to spot trends and the importance that the fashion industry has on the economy. It wasn't until she graduated from FIT with a B in fashion business management that she realized the role that fashion and beauty play in the confidence of women across the world and how black women were being left out of the story. So she decided to design her own narrative. Shakur was a teacher for over 15 years and learned so much about leadership, organization, and self-discipline. She also learned many things about herself during this time. Paramount among them was that with God's help, she could do anything. Though she loves children, the practice of teaching and the joy that she gets from shaping young minds, she felt compelled to use her fashion degree and pursue other passions. Now, Shakura set out on faith, set the way from teaching, and got a job as a secretary in a law office. This job allowed her to still make a living, fund her YouTube channel and brand, and lean into plans that God had for her. Then the pandemic hit. Her office shut down and she was out of a job, but she didn't. That didn't stop her. She was raised to know that all things work together for the good for those that love the Lord. So she persisted. She put in thousands of hours working on her brand and now has two streams of income and is working on many, many more. She believes that God has for her is for her and she will continue to persist, prevail and push on. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Pets included. Please welcome to the stage my cousin, Shakura Taylor. What's up, cuz? Hey, hey, cuz. What is up? Nothing much. Thank you so much you for being just, on the show. You just preached the uh, word right there. Yeah, hey, hey. I just read. I just read what it is. You know, I just read what it is. So, listen. I, I, you know, I, I appreciate you. We, we're the same age. We grew up around the same mm -hmm. time. We grew up in the same mm -hmm. area, in the same neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I have four brothers. You know, you have two brothers. We we grew up uh, together. Um, yeah. And, yeah. You know, I, I remember a lot of our experiences together were were very very special. Um, mm -hmm. And we don't really have a chance to talk about those, or even a chance to really like and engage in those conversations because we're being so busy nowadays. But uh, and everybody thinks that your husband's actually related yes. to me, but in actuality, <laughs> this is it. You know what I'm saying? This so, is the cousin. The this is it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, yeah. I appreciate you, and it's been awesome watching your journey and. And just following you and seeing you grow and 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 prosper and and just do great things. So I'm just happy you're on the show today. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be on the show. Appreciate that. Um, so listen, you, there's so much to talk about, but I, I kind of want to talk about, um, you know, I know you went to school upstate and mm-hmm. then you went to Oakwood, right? A very prestigious mm-hmm. um, HBS, uh, HBCU. And, mm-hmm. you know, after that, I, 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 I lost track of, of your journey um, to okay. get to where you are. So I kind of want you to talk about um, the Oakwood experience, which, you know, for some, they may not know what Oakwood is. And for those who do right. know Oakwood, clearly they do. Um, right. And then what sparked you uh, from that experience to get into teaching in the first place? All right. Well, the Oakwood experience is probably one of the best things that I've experienced in my almost 40 years, right? I, I met my husband there. I met some of my best friends there and I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, but when I did start Oakwood, I had no idea what I wanted to do. In fact, I think I was undeclared, undeclared major um, for as long as my parents <laughs> would let me. Um, I, I, I was lost. I, I was just there and I didn't know what to do um, until I think it was, it might've been spring break or Christmas break. I came home and I went to work with my mom. My mom's a teacher, as you know, and she was just dynamic in the classroom. When I'm telling you, she was walking around, the kids were attentive, they were excited. When I'm telling you they were excited, they were like so excited to learn. Everybody's hands was in the air and she was just working the room. And I remember looking at this like, this might be something, this might be something that I can do. Um, on the way back home, I was in the car, I was asking her a lot of questions because I was a lost soul. I, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And um, she was telling me that a lot of these kids come from terrible homes and and they're just not as fortunate as we were, you know, to, to grow up in the suburbs really and have, you know, a good family. And I just, I felt compelled to, um, to give back in that way because they didn't have what I had. And honestly, I've always kind of always been a teacher. I taught my youngest brother to read. I taught him his first color, which was green. And I was naturally, I naturally a teacher. So then I was just like, I went home and I, I went back to Oakland. I said, I'm going to be a teacher. And then that's kind of where it started. I have some really good examples because your mom and my mom actually are phenomenal educators. And I just, I guess I just wanted to follow in their footsteps. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's fun. I, I remember being, I also, you know, although I went to this great school, I graduated with mm-hmm. a psych major or a psych degree. And I was like, all right, so now what? Now what? Uh, and yeah, then I, right. you know, I was, I, I was a substitute teacher with your mom. Right. Um, right. Oh, right. The, right. At your high schools. And I didn't think I was going to be able to even do that. But seeing her in that classroom, you know, and seeing my mom also, uh, it just gives you a different perspective on how important teachers are and how important it really is to make sure that we, um, you know, support our teachers and, and give them, you know, their, their due, especially during I mean, COVID-19, we saw clearly how, how important teachers are, really, really are for all the parents, us included, who were home being like, yo, what? what? <laughs> how are you teaching? How do you do yeah. this? So, you know, shout out to all the teachers who, who do those kind of things. And um, so you, you went through that. And then, you know, I think one of the most challenging things for me looking at teachers in general um, is that, you know, during this COVID-19 thing, it's hard to teach in general, right? Given all this yeah. distraction that kids have to go through, even right. in the classroom. But now that you have people at home right. on Zoom trying to learn, it's almost impossible. Um, 
What do you think, and, I, and this is, I guess, my last question for you teacher-wise, is that, you know, you, you, you've been an educator, you've seen um, the school systems and, and what they've gone through and what they've had to go through the last couple of years, right. last year with COVID-19. Right. Um, what do you think the most challenging thing has been or will be for teachers moving forward, now that we're kind of coming out of this, hopefully coming out of the Zoom uh, era and going back into classrooms soon, what will be the, one of the most challenging things you think will teachers have to, have to face? Uh, in the future moving forward? Well, ooh, wow. I feel, well, it's already hard to, <laughs> it's already hard to capture the attention of 20 plus children. So the fact that teachers were doing it on Zoom um, is just the craziest, most phenomenal thing. I tell you, man, I'm not teaching right now. You never know what will happen. I might go back, but I feel like teachers need to have like there needs to be several holidays for them because it, it's not an easy job. Yeah. Um, but going back into the classroom, it's going to it's it's going to be hard for kids. Kids accommodate and and they they adapt really quickly. Um, not quickly, but they do adapt. But I think going back into the classroom, teachers are going to have time, their own time, <laughs> getting used to being 20 kids again and having to run a classroom and having um, to get a flow of a classroom going. There's a, there's a clear flow that teachers have to have every day that they didn't have during Zoom. So they're going to have to kind of get back in that and show the kids what is necessary to get through the day, especially now that kids, like you said, uh, Soso has to change her mask six times a day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> I think they're 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 angels, but it's just a matter of getting into a flow and getting into routine and making the kids realize that this is the new normal for a while. Yeah. So yeah. good luck to them. Exactly, I completely agree with you. I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, it's funny, I think about our, our, our parents and think about our grandmother, um, segue into your fashion, you know, I, I know you were a teacher for a long time and then in your bio, you talked about literally going out on the limb and, and going down this FIT road. Um, so, wow. you know, our grandmother, uh, you know, I can, I can say it, she was a diva, right? She, mm, she had bit. everything <laughs> in terms of bags and shoes and what yeah, happened. Little you bit, know, our yeah. mother's also, um, and, yeah. and by that, right? And mm -hmm, as do you mm -hmm. too. So, you know, I'm curious, you know, from your perspective, you know, I, I'm, I'm a guy, you're a female clearly, and you, you go down that lineage of the great females we have in our family. Um, there's a, there's a passion for fashion. Yeah, right. definitely. Passion for fashion. Oh, definitely. Comes, yeah. Where do you think that comes from? And for you, um, what what sparked that passion for you to even follow this this road to FIT? Well, I always told tell people because people ask this before. I tell people that I come from a long lineage of fabulous women, and what and like no exaggeration, <laughs> the fat the most fabulous women. I actually remember when grandma would come visit um, for like from Florida and we would go to Aunt Pam's room, uh, Aunt Pam's house. And it would be mom, your mom, Aunt Pam, grandma, um, and Aunt Noreen. And they would be in the room looking through their clothes, trying on clothes, putting things together. And I just remember sitting there like, this is fabulous. I don't know if you know, but Aunt Pam um, was modeling. Like she was trying to do a little bit of modeling because she was gorgeous. And I think it's just, I, I think that I, had I had different role models, I might have been different. But I mean, your mom has several fur coats. My mom has several fur coats. 
grandma was just fabulous. That's just what I saw. And, and that want to be, if anybody, I always say, they're women, they're fabulous. They're educated and they're fabulous. That's just my, I don't know. And, and though, I don't know if they know that because I've probably never told them and I probably should, but they are everything that I, that they embody everything that I want to be. So yeah, it's just a long lineage of fabulous people, fashion forward women. I just, I just fell in line, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing to see how that just trickles down through generations. Um, it's crazy. And yeah. you know, I'm curious now that you went to the FIT road and mm -hmm. now you have this amazingly fast growing brand, Simply Cora. Mm -hmm. So what, what is Simply mm -hmm. Cora for listeners who are on right now? Well, going back to mom, Evanessa, grandma, <laughs> I think that, no, I know that what I want Simply Cora to be is a online destination for women to come and simply be them. I feel like a lot of times women are, um, are or feel like they're supposed to be everybody's superheroes, particularly black women, we're supposed to be strong. And sometimes we don't wanna be strong, you know? And I just want my destination or simply core the, 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 the um, online destination to be a place of solace for women. We talk about fashion. We do talk about politics if we need to, or you don't talk about politics. Um, I need them. I just want people to be simply them when they are in, um, when they are dealing with my brand, right? So when I go back to mom, Vanessa, grandma, they could talk about politics and still flip over, put on their fur coat and walk out the door, right? So they have that well-roundedness, if you will, that I'm trying to be like and would love to teach other women to be because i realized that as a lot of a lot of women did not have that um as the more i speak to women a lot of them didn't have that role model i had no idea i thought every woman grew up with fabulous women so um i would be able to teach women how to importance of um balancing that act and the importance of keeping yourself uh grounded and um and just being yourself you don't have to be anything else. You can just be simply you. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's, it's a great yeah. concept. It's a great brand. Um, I've watched yeah. a number of your videos online and I've, you know, I've seen it grow. I've seen it grow tremendously in the last couple of, of years, even especially during this last year. I mean, your followers yeah, have working. grown so quickly and uh, <laughs> you know, you. even friends that we have mutually, um, you know, they follow your site and they always talk about how fabulous uh, your posts are and what's going on and they actually have lots of questions about all the things that you're doing so you know I have a thousand <laughs> questions for you because as someone who's also trying to build a brand um, you mm -hmm. know I know COVID has been a great time for people to go out there and put in hours right to put in work into yeah. their harnessing their craft and, and, and developing their brand um, and you found ways to uh, build this brand successfully what are some of the tips um, that you want to share in terms of you know building your your Instagram your YouTube platform and how have you used, if, if you think you have, use your teaching skills at all mm -hmm. to further uh, teach your listeners uh, more about what you're trying to put out there on your platform? Well, I 100% use my teaching skills, <laughs> 100%. Teachers have to be, they have to be able, consistent. 
They have to be able to pivot in an instant. <laughs> they have to be able to adapt. Um, and they are responsible for you know everything and pushing themselves to be successful. I have used what my what my husband and I call transferable skills from my teaching to what I'm trying to do right now. If I will tell anybody anything, and I'm still learning and still growing, obviously, but to be consistent, my viewers know that I'm going to be on YouTube every Wednesday at um, 5.30, 6 o'clock, every Sunday. They will DM me. <laughs> they will be like, okay, sis, where are you? It's about consistency. If I tell you I'm showing up to your house at 10 o'clock every morning, I have to be there. I'm showing up to these people's house, right? So consistency for sure is the biggest thing. Um, because uh, like kids, people value consistency and they value, um, they, they want to be able to trust you. And the other thing I really feel like is important is being able to pivot. With this whole um, pandemic season, fashion and beauty just really didn't matter as much because, you know, people were getting shocked, people were dying, and I had to be able to um, pivot my brand to be able um, to serve the people who still follow me. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think being being flexible and being consistent is a big, big, huge um, secret. I don't say secret, but it's helped me gain more a more of a following for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's that. Those are good um, tips. You know, I, I, I do feel like I agree with you. Consistency and flexibility, especially during these times, has been right. Um, Part of the, the keystones of success, um, you know, we're trying oh, yes. to make our brand as well. We're not as big as you are at all, but you know, just looking at your consistent um, platform, you've been putting out content, and it hasn't been just content that you just put out there. It's been consistent, quality content uh, for oh, weeks, you. months, months, and and, and, yeah. and it's just amazing to see um, the growth. I mean, even in terms of um, the pictures and the, and, and the pictures and the fashion clearly. Um, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of questions about where your things come from. Um, you know, how do you get these, these, these merchandise from people? Um, and do you just have a closet or 5,000 closets that has all the things that you're putting out there? So what, what happens behind the scenes? How do you do all these things? And, and, you know, from the production to the, the pictures that are being taken, the videos, you know, the clothing, where does it all come from? How does it all work? What are the inner workings of Simply Core? Well, my closet isn't small. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I have, I have a lot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but um, it that, it comes from several places. Well, when you first start, you have to put in your own money. It's just that's it. So a lot of it is well less, but now, but a lot of it is my own uh, money putting it back into the into the brand, and then the other one is people contacting me emailing me um saying that they want me to try something to give to show to my audience and then the other one is a brand brands that i have a relationship with that they would pay me to show tell me what my to give my audience or they would give me um, a commission right so but those brands i'm very particular about because what i want to give my audience is something that i really uh, want to love myself so they come from ev ev everywhere. Um, as far as editing and Instagram, my husband does take my Instagram pictures and we go out 
on Sunday and we shoot all day. I change in the car <laughs> and we shoot all day. If this is what I want, this is what I have to do, right? We have a sheet that he puts over the car <laughs> and I change in the car and then I go shoot the next outfit and we drive to the next, the next location, I shoot the next outfit. Um, editing my YouTube videos is all me. I come up with the idea, I then shoot the idea and then I edit it, which takes forever. But I feel like if I want um, if I want quality, a quality audience, I have to give them a quality product. So I invested, I have two cameras, I have a ring light, I have a, two lights over here. And yeah, you have to put in what you want um, to get back. So initially it's, it, it was a lot of money. Thank goodness we had money set aside and my husband makes money. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lot going on behind the scenes. I don't keep everything. Some things I do sell because I live in a New York City one bedroom apartment. It's not enough space, but I'm not gonna lie to you cause I have a lot of purses. <laughs> I have a lot of purses, but yeah, yeah, it gets intense, yeah. That's very impressive. I, I think a lot of people forget, or I, I guess they don't appreciate the work that happens behind the scenes. You know, I, I can attest to that on my end. You know, a lot of stuff happens mm -hmm. in terms of what I do to put things out there. But, you know, on your end as well, you just mentioned there's so many things that happen. You said all day Sunday. You're literally out there doing oh, yeah. things all day just to get right. the perfect shot, the perfect this, driving from destination to destination, get to what, you know, the vision of what you want that next post to be like. So I think a lot of people take right. that for granted, not recognizing that a lot of time has to go into that thing to really That's go into right right the brand the right brand. right so right, um, right you ever feel like and I, I say this to my 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 podcast friends I have a whole little podcast group that we talk mm -hmm. about the labor of love that is podcasting but do you ever feel like this labor of love sometimes is is too much for you or you know what do you do or what do you say to yourself when you feel like you know what am I doing out here at four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon you know driving down like what 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 inspires you to say you know what Skipping brunch <laughs> right. Yeah. What inspired you to going to say, let, let's get brunch and go out there and get, you know, five more shots, you know, by the Brooklyn Bridge. What inspires you to keep doing that kind of stuff? Because I, I don't know if this sounds nuts, but I really feel that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I, and it's the same way I felt about teaching. Now, while I'm not, you know, a school teacher, I am still teaching people. I feel like God put something in me um that i i don't think that i could um keep to myself i'm supposed to be a teacher whether that's a school teacher whether that's teaching women to love themselves and i um though i i be, I be tired <laughs> sometimes i'm really tired um I, I know that not everybody has this innate ability to teach and to be creative and there's a reason why god gave it to me so i really get up and get out and do what um what he wants what he has put in me i mean it's the same thing for you everybody doesn't have your your uh uh your consistency since i can remember you have always been on top of your game and if you weren't on top of your game sean you tried to to do the best that you can right it's just something in me that i feel like i have to do um it's like <laughs> you ever heard somebody say if you don't use it you lose it I don't want to lose it. <laughs> I want to keep um, the 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 promises and the the gifts that God has given me. So I have to keep going. Mm. I have to keep going. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. You know, it's funny because I guess it is in our DNA to go out there and just be 
um, you know, trendsetters that are to go out there and just to continue mm -hmm. to, you know, lay down a foundation for whatever we want to do. Um, but yeah, right. I, I agree. You know, we, we've always been people who go out there and, you know, we never give up. We, we, we always try to excel in whatever we're doing. And when times get hard, right. we pivot. I think everyone's used that term pivot uh, in yes. the last couple of yes. years. Yes. More, more yeah. often now because it is yeah. true you know or, it really is about sure. recognizing okay yeah. there's a roadblock here let me just adjust a little bit here and go down that road and right. I'm, I'm sure you've seen a lot of those things during this time especially since you've been home but still advertising your brand um i'm curious for you now now you mentioned um about your your, your line being specifically for women of color um mm. and there's a lot of stuff that's been happening of course in our history forever but of course, yeah, lately with right. Black Lives Matter, um, the whole Asian hate, uh, you know, Derek Chauvin, George Floyd, Mackay Bryant, all these things have been going on. Um, do you feel like uh, these instances have changed the way that you market or, or brand um, or use your platform to put out information to women of color? Or do you think that you found other ways to express your frustrations or your voice about these issues? Um, through Simply Core at all? Um, so you're asking me if I feel like it's, I have had to, my content changes? Yeah, okay. So yeah, <laughs> I have to. I would, because I am a woman of color, I would be remiss to not mention certain things. And because most of my audience, not all, because I have, when I, look at my, um, when I look at my analytics, I have a lot of different types of women. Um, but because most of my audience is women of color, are women of color, they are going through the same feelings and frustrations that I'm going through. So um, I would be remiss to not mention it or give people a space to talk about it or give pe people a space to not talk about it. They just, they rather just talk about the new uh, red lipstick because everybody um, internalizes things differently. Um, but yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I did this one video um, about my perfume collection. And before the perfume collection, it said, um, some, I don't remember exactly what it was, but something that Black Lives Matter. And there was someone who was not Black or, or, or a ally um, said in the comments that they didn't understand why would you, you know, they, they made a whole big fuss about it. They just came here to watch the perfume collection. And that's really when I realized that I had to, like, I have to say something because Everybody doesn't understand. Um, some some of it is out of ignorance, and some of it is out of um, no. Most of it is out of ignorance. So it's up to me with my little small platform to be able to to say whatever I need to say to make other people to not only educate other people but to let my main audience have a space mm -hmm. for them to feel comfortable. So mm -hmm. yeah. No, I I appreciate that. It's funny we had a. Um, a guest on the show last week. She's a WNBA mm. player, and the show was more than an athlete. And she was saying similar, you know, responses about having to use your platform, having to use your platform to really go up there and and say what's being said to show the inequality between men and women, to show the inequalities that athletes are given. Um, not just to go out there and dribble basketball, but you know, we have thoughts, we have feelings, we respond to things that are happening in the world. You know, just right. as 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 well as, as anyone else does, and recognizing that no matter who responds or how they respond, she's going to say what she wants to say. And it seems like you have that same sentiment. Um, right. are, you, are you ever weary that, right. um, you know, people are going to 
not follow you based on what you share personally. I, I think that a lot of people Absolutely. sometimes hold their, you know, I, I ask a lot of people who would do branding and do businesses, you know, how how much they want to teeter on the line of what they want to share about their own personal um, feelings about certain things. So how how important to you is 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 maintaining the brand while also maintaining your character and your and your your belief system during these times? Well, I, I have struggled with that because like I said, a lot of my I have a very diverse audience. Um, so I don't know how they would um, how they would respond to a lot of things that I say or, or feel. But when I think about the brand, I am the brand. I'm a black woman that has to deal with what black women have to deal with. And my audience are people who are black or ruin of color or allies. And if you're none of those, then maybe I'm just not the person for you to follow. Does that mess with my money? Yes, it messes with my money, absolutely. But there's always other money to get, right? Um, I, I, I have to stay true to myself because like, because like I said, I'm the brand and I need, um, I don't know, I need to be comfortable and um, in producing my content that I'm not gonna get told off every five minutes. You like me or you don't. If you don't, that's okay. There are a million of other people that have a brand that you can follow. But as for me, I have to say it. Because even the people that follow me that are not uh, women of color or black or Asian and um, and are ally, they speak up. They say things like, thank you for saying this or we're praying for you or whatever it is. And, uh, and I appreciate that. And I'm like, okay, now that's what I need. I need allies. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I at first I was a little nervous, but again, what God has for me has for me and my money's gonna come where it needs to come from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Listen, let's talk fashion a little bit. What are some of the fashion tips you're giving out to people around this time, springtime, people are coming out of COVID, going back into a sense of interacting with other people, right? Yeah. Uh, getting away yeah. from just wearing t-shirts and shorts or pajama pants on Zoom, actually going oh. back out there and wearing clothing. What are you some of your fashion tips yeah. for people? Yeah, as they go back out there. I'm going to say we're still being comfortable, guys. We're still being comfortable because we've been in the house for over a year. So you don't have to rush to put your heels on. But for women, particularly blazers, oversized blazers. Think 1990s, like off-model, off-duty model. Um, you could put over some really comfortable jeans or some cute flats, even sneakers. Just ease back in there. There's no need to go out and wear your heels, even though I probably will, but there's no need to go out and wear your heels and dress the nines if you're not comfortable with it yet. So blazers, blazers, blazers. Oversized oh. blazers, yeah. <laughs> Ladies, you heard those tips for sure. Uh, Shakur, <laughs> any, any, so, I, you know, Be More Today is, is basically our thing. It's our motto, it's our mantra. We mm -hmm. put this thing out there. Um, you know what we do, right? And I asked everybody yeah. on the show, what Be More Today means to them because everybody's different, right? Right, um, right. So you are number 60, a very big number, number 60 on this show. When you hear the phrase be more today, what does that phrase mean to you? You know, <laughs> it's funny um, because every, my husband and I have goals, right? We have um, goals to make more streams of income. We have goals to buy a house and we get overwhelmed because I'm doing everything I'm doing. He's full time. And it's like, how are we ever going to do what we have to do? We wake up every morning and we say to each other, what's one thing that we can do help us get to our goal right um 
and be more today means to me, start today. What's one thing you can do today to get to your goal, your big goal? Don't get overwhelmed. If you don't start today, right, when are you going to start? Um, I just think that, first of all, this is amazing to be more today. I wish I would have thought of it. <laughs> um, but I just think that the more you put off, that you'll just never get there. Just a little bit of a time. And the more time you have, the more uh, little bits of things that you do, the bigger it gets to get to that goal, right? So, um, yeah, be more today. Start today. Be more today. Start today. Awesome. That's what it means to me. Awesome. Because what are some final tips you want to share with, with people who, um, again, are trying to build a brand either on social media, um, are in the fashion world and are trying to, to expand their brand and trying to build their culture? Or anyone who is looking just to go out there and to, and to use social media, especially YouTube and other mediums, as a way to, to market and grow uh, and use their content to grow any concepts they want to they put out there? Um, I would say find like-minded people. Um, because when you're with, like, I have like, a, you have a group of people that you talk with podcasts. I have the same thing for Instagram and my YouTube. Um, and they are able to, we're able to bounce ideas back off, off of each other. We're able to kind of tell each other what's coming up, what people, what's trending, um, support. I would say find like-minded people, find your people. And then also, like I said before, consistency. I mean, there are tons of things that go into it. Um, and actually, we could talk later to, to, uh, to tell you how to grow YouTube, <laughs> but um, consistency, consistency, consistency. It's just, that's what I've learned. Even when I didn't know what I had to do on YouTube to be seen, just my, the, the, me just being consistent really helped me gain um, eyes on my content. Mm. So. Now, I got to ask you now, you got to you got to share at least one. give us one one uh, little glimpse into a YouTube tip that you want to share with those who are trying to be as big as you are on YouTube. OK, he's as big. I'm not that big, but I'll take it. Um, if you are on YouTube and you're trying to grow your audience, I can't tell you the importance of tags. Do you tag your videos or you don't know? You have to tag and you want to tag like as much as you can do. Your tags, your um, thumbnails. I spend a lot of time on my thumbnails. I'll take pictures over and over again. Because when people see something um, beautiful, <laughs> I'm not saying that's me, but when they see a nice picture, they'll click on it. I could go through my thumbnails and see the ones that were not so good and the ones that are much better, that have more higher retention rate and more clicks. Um, and then really just, I don't want to say biting, but really just playing off of the videos that other people in your niche have done. So if I know everybody in the fashion niche is doing a video about the coach bag that I recently did, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do a video, but it's going to be in my own way. I'm going to have, you know, uh, cutout shots. I'm going to have overhead shots. I'm going to have my music. It's going to be simply chord, if you will, but it would be in the same vein because everyone that is looking for fashion and beauty content is probably looking for that purse. So yeah, yeah. Mm, those are good tips, folks. Those are good, good yeah. tips. Cuz right. what's next for you? What, what's next for Simply Cora uh, in the next five years? Where are we going with this thing? Oh, the next five years, I, I need to be, I need to be the brand. I need to have five, at least five streams of income. I need to be an inspiration 
to women. I need um, God to show me which way I need to go. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's. I'm I'm planning big things. I'm plan if God willing, I'm planning big things. Simply Cora the brand merch. We're talking about sunglasses line. I want a lot, um, and not because I desire. Not only because I desire it, but because God put that in me. <laughs> so I know He put it in me that I I'm supposed to be doing this. So yeah, let's see what happens. Awesome. Well, we're excited for all those things and. Listen, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna claim that too. We're gonna have you back on the show when uh, when Simplicore the brand is bigger than life, and we're gonna have you on here talking about all the great things that you saw happening uh, then that are gonna be happening hopefully in the future. So again, I appreciate you. I'm proud of you, uh, your family. Thank um, you. And I'm glad we had a chance to catch up on this show. And yeah, just keep doing your thing. We're gonna keep following you. Where can folks follow you and and connect with you either on social media or otherwise? I am Simply Cora everywhere. My blog, I'm working on that. Simply Cora um, on YouTube, Instagram, and cuz I'm going to try to do what the young kids do and maybe do Simply Cora on TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm too old for that. I don't know. But that's where the kids are. Well, not the kids, but even people our age. So I'm going to try it, see what happens. Yeah. No, I've heard <laughs> yeah, a lot of Simply people Cora say across that. the board. TikTok, go right? TikTok. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not ready either, but. Maybe it's the thing. I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate sure. you so much for being on the show. Thank you. You have made episode 60, uh, not Ooh. just special because it's number 60, but you made it also just great because it's family. And I appreciate you. And I pray for you and wish you guys the best with all the future endeavors you'll be doing uh, from this moment moving forward. So, awesome. Thank you so much. And again, listen for our quotation for today, folks. Do not forget it by Tabitha Brown. Don't let nobody keep you in a box simply because they're scared to get out of theirs. You heard my cousin talk to you guys about what she had to do, putting in hours, right? Hours where she could have been at brunch and doing other things. She's putting in that work uh, to make that brand. And she says she is the brand, right? And she says she was called to do this thing. So you're called to do something as well. Uh, you may be afraid to do it. You may be thinking about, oh, well, I can't leave this job and this is so secure. But listen, we're at a point in time now in our lives where time is short. We, we always say be more today because tomorrow's not promised. Go out there and make your life what you want it to be. Let's be happy. Let's go out there and put the investment, not just in Bitcoin or whatever else that's out there, which is great, but put it in yourselves. Invest in yourself. Invest in your health and your wealth and your excitement and your, and your, and your drives. And use this time to make sure that you are the brand. Whatever it is, be the brand. You are going to be the brand. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Be More Today's show. It's been great. Uh, continue to follow us on Be More Today on all platforms, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we'll have our workouts out there every single Sunday for you guys. Again, my boy T. Farrell is doing his podcast every single Wednesday, The Words for Life show, which is great inspiration for everyone. And if you want to send me a message or want to get in contact with my cousin, you can email me at drshawn at bemoretoday.com. And that's it, folks. Subscribe as always. We appreciate you so much. As I always say, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life. And continue to take your sense of greatness to be the best version of you. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>